Welcome to Gain That Tune. Welcome back, everybody. Game that tune in the house once again. It's uh, it's a momentous occasion for us. Another uh, slight milestone episode. It's episode forty. It's uh, man, oh, it's, it's a, a slight milestone. A slight milestone. <laughs> yes. That's my favorite yeah. sound. Yeah, that's the sound of like, somebody being like, "Shouldn't you celebrate episode 50? Uh? You know, no, no, uh, we're celebrating. There we go. <laughs> every ten <laughs> episodes. Uh, every ten episodes, it's a milestone, you know, because it's impressive that we made it this far. Um, it's your boy John Harrington here. As always, we got John Regan say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore say hey. Hey. And we got David Fleming say hey. Hey. Yay, yay. So, um, yeah, man, uh, what we do here at Game That Tune is uh, we hang out, we goof off, we have fun, and uh, it's a little tough to do that tonight. You know, it's uh, we typically don't try to date the uh, the podcast episodes for people. You know, just try and talk and enjoy ourselves. But you know, sometimes you can't separate the show from what's going on outside. And you know, uh, we film, we you know, record and broadcast live on Wednesday nights. And this Wednesday just happens to follow a very infamous Tuesday. So uh, you know, we're all reeling from uh, having to learn to say the phrase "President Trump." And, uh, you know, that's all we're going to really say about it. We're going to be uh, drinking a little bit more than usual during the show. All of our, uh, all of our you know, live viewers get to, you know, see the treat of us cringing as we take shots throughout the show. And, yeah, it's going uh, to be a lot of fun, man. Game That Tune brought to you by uh, Jameson and anything else that we happen to have in our house. Um, so, yeah, man, we invite you to drink along with us for this one. It's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. So the yeah. more you drink, the more fun it becomes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like video games in that way. We might have some fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we uh, we you know each brought a game. We've got three songs from each game. We're gonna listen to the music, try and you know guess the games based on the songs. Winner at the end of the night gets to uh, you know pick a bon- or play a bonus song and pick the theme for the next episode. And uh, there was a lot of confusion as to who won last week, but we ended up with the theme that I kept in my back pocket all year of games released in 2001, because I had been wanting to choose that, because this November is the 15th anniversary of one of my favorite games of all time, Metal Gear Solid 2, a game with heavy themes about political rigging and the illusion of choice. It's an amazing game, though. Now that we're broadcasting on this Wednesday... I'm not picking that game. (laughs) (laughs) I had to change course last night. So I think, you know, I might have improved the overall mood of the show into a slightly, you know, happier tone, but I don't get to talk about one of my favorite games just yet. So, uh, anyway. um, Oh, November's a long month. Exactly, you know, it's it's a long November. Um, Every month for the next four years is going to be a pretty long month, I think. Hey. But that's, you know, that's the thing, (laughs) man. Game That Tune is here. Ooh. Game that tune is here for everybody. You know, we uh, you know we are determined. You know, our mission statement has always been goofing off and having fun, and that's what we're gonna do. The show must go on, just as America must go on. 
and we're going to keep playing video game music and making stupid fucking dick jokes. So, uh, <laughs> and tonight yeah. one of us might become shirtless. Exactly. <laughs> it's coming. So if, uh, you know, if our live uh, viewers want to pour a shot along with us, we're all going to take a shot, pour one out for America. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, here's to the next four years of game that tune. Let's start game one. Game one. Dig that. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah.
Okay. Yeah. Do you guys need trivia? Probably not. Honestly, I'm not sure that I do, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I love your trivia. I don't uh, know that I need, but... <laughs> Me um, wanty. This game's levels and environments uh, were heavily inspired by San Francisco and other American locations, such as Yosemite National Park and the San Francisco Bay Area. No way. <laughs> <laughs> God, there are so many games this could be. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, uh, I've, I've really missed sound. out. I've, I could have picked Crazy Taxi and just played Offspring songs. That's oh, I man. came that close to doing that. <laughs> oh my Bro. God, that would have been amazing. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> it was funny because I was looking down the list of like games released in 2001. It's like, okay, okay, okay. Oh, I know what John's going to pick. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's funny. Yeah, I, I, I meant to elaborate more on this in the intro, but 2001 was a fucking phenomenal year yeah. for like, gaming introductions yeah. and shit. You know, oh, GameCube Lusha? launch, Expo, Xbox launch. The fucking second year of the PlayStation, the de- you know eventual death of the Dreamcast, oh. the launch of the Game Boy Advance, you know there was a lot of stuff that came out in this year, and naturally John picked the one thing we all thought he would pick. 
So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just, just all part of that long Sonic con. Shuffle. Let's just see you guys right. Sonic Adventure 2, that's exactly what I thought. Ultra! Yes! Yes! Make America Ultra again. <laughs> Love that game. Love it. Oh. Not that game, actually. <laughs> I don't have a very good relationship with the 3D Sonics. Um, yeah, Does I don't anyone re- have a good relationship with the 3D Sonics? I'm looking at John Regan for an answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, Sonic Adventure no, I 2 <laughs> was really fun. Like, the running levels were great. Like, anytime you were Sonic or Shadow, that game was game of the year. You know, when you were Amy and Knuckles, or Knuckles and the, uh, what was the Batgirl's name? Uh, oh, Rouge. Rouge. Yeah, yeah, Rouge. When you were one of them, it was like, why? Come on. I don't want to be digging <laughs> around in the ground for fucking rocks. You know, I want to run fast. Gotta go fast. Sonic the Hedgehog. Fastest Gotta thing dig alive. Gotta fast. No, fuck. <laughs> oh. you know, everybody loves Sonic for its digging, right? Like, yeah. That's how you... <laughs> that's my favorite part of every Sonic game is when you dig. Like, now, yeah, a Sonic, exactly. like, Mr. Driller crossover might be fun, but... You could say, I dig yeah. it. <laughs> no. Nope. Sonic Mania no. looks amazing. I'll it. see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> Run your own show. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, uh, you know, I played Sonic uh, Sonic Adventure 2 a couple of times. It's strange. I have a faint memory of there being a Dreamcast in my house for like two weeks, you know, back in high school. I don't remember whose it was, but like, it was there. And I played this and like MDK 2. That was a thing on Dreamcast, right? Uh, yeah, the 2K games. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, the 2K games were great. Right. But uh, yeah, besides that... I didn't play shit for the Dreamcast, and I was just like, I just remember being frustrated with this, and then uh, eventually Super Smash Bros. Melee came out, and we never played the Dreamcast ever again. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's my story. That's a flashback to John in 2001. <laughs> like, Man. this Dreamcast thing's gonna survive, right? No, it's not. Here's Smash Brothers. Okay, cool. I'm cool with this. Like, I'll just play this instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I hear you can unlock Sonic and Tails in Smash Brothers Melee. Whoa! <laughs> oh man, you just I gotta keep the it old... on for 700 hours and make sure that you know some kind of weird parameters. Uh, I miss the uh, those old days of internet rumors, <laughs> you know, completely unsubstantiated, and you people can didn't just make Luigi in Super Mario 64 if you go to that pirate ship level and let the boat rock back and forth 64 times. Luigi here. <laughs> Tell yeah, me that's one, a real theory. That's what I read. That's, I remember reading awesome. that. Did you try it? No. Yes. <sighs> My of course he was, did. Um, there was a, a game shirt code that would let you play as Luigi, and all it did was just mess up the colors in the game so that your yes. character looked kind of green and blue, <laughs> but like everything else was an off shade of yellow. Yeah. Maybe, yeah just turned it into The Simpsons. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> this is all wrong. Oh man. But uh, yeah, so John, what's the what's the deal with Sonic Adventure besides that amazing fucking soundtrack? <laughs> that, that's really the best part. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> like the soundtrack is great. No, the game's actually a lot of fun because you get to play you know the two different storylines, and then at the end the storylines merge. Um, and you get to be Sonic. You know, it's the first game with with Shadow the Hedgehog, who sucks, but you know he was all edgy and dark, and that was cool. You know, he's not yeah, terrible so, yeah. in that game. No, in that game, well, he's it, just like a Sonic clone. He's not bad. Yeah. Once they give him like a machine gun bad. and stuff, then it's yeah. like I'm out. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've we've you know we've covered school shooting Shadow the Hedgehog on previous <laughs> editions of Game That Tune. You know, it was uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, ill-advised turn for the Sonic franchise, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it, you know, whatever. It's the fir- it's the first time, so it's you know, at that time it was novel. It's like, oh shit, a bad hedgehog. Watch <laughs> out for him. But uh, yes, uh, Shadow's kind of <laughs> yeah. Um, so cool. It's got a great soundtrack, and it's got Shadow the Hedgehog and a bunch of downhill running. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about it. I feel like I remember How could like you not love it. I feel like I remember it being like almost. You know, it's not snowboarding, but it's essentially snowboarding in like something that looks like San Francisco. Like you're just sliding down a hill on like what could be a car door or something like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the first ball. level opens that like you're in a helicopter and you break out of the helicopter and steal the door of the helicopter with you and slide down it down the hill. I knew I remembered this for some reason. <laughs> Which is like a throwback to Sonic 3, where, oh. you know, you you have that snowboarding level. Um, and a little-known fact was that so Sonic & Knuckles has that level flying battery zone, and that was actually supposed to be before the snowboarding zone. It was supposed to be the door of the airship, but then they had to rearrange it at the last minute. Weird well, that shit made with John That's Regan. <laughs> Why'd they Dude, I'm glad you know it? this stuff. I love it. <laughs> Because they didn't finish like the Sonic and Knuckles part of the game in time to release it for the holidays, which is why Sonic and Knuckles exists. Is because they basically split the game into two cartridges. You know that's why they have the lock-on oh. technology and all that. Because it was really supposed to be one game, and so oh, okay. and people figured out the original order level. Because if you do a level select code for Sonic Three, they have fly- flying battery zone in the level select. If you choose it, nothing happens. You just can't actually start the level, but it's in there along with Mushroom Hill Zone, which is also in Sonic and Knuckles. I remember, okay, cool. I remember entering the level select code and be like, "What the fuck are these levels? <laughs> like, what the hell?" <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. That's well, cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, you know, I can't believe they would rearrange a whole game just based on time constraints. Oh wait, yes, I totally can believe that. Like, <laughs> that seems like something that used to happen all the time in games until they were able to release unfinished games and patch them later. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So which yeah. is better? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Technically, I feel like Sonic and Knuckles is exactly that. That's a patch that came out after Sonic 3. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's just a patch, patch in you cartridge can, form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can put on your game. Yeah. Oh, on man, technology. Yeah. Oh, God. The original DLC. Except you didn't DL it. You went and bought it. Yeah. <laughs> and then just hooked it up to the other one. Yeah. But, uh... Would that cool, be so. ECC? Extra cartridge content? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Or PC uh, gamers might say expansion packs. Ooh. Mm, Ooh. Yes. Finally, expansion packs for home consoles. But you know, that's uh, it's not what Sonic Adventure 2 was. I love that you chose this music, but you have very little fondness for the game. Yeah, <laughs> so. I mean, I enjoyed it and all that, but I remember like the pacing being weird. But on the whole, it's a good game. But I remember all the cutscenes always felt like they cut off at a weird time. Like yeah. there's something ah. odd about it. Yeah, it was like it was like, it was like was this. Fun. The scene, like the cutscene, would end before Robotic finished his sentence. It's like what? <laughs> like what the hell is this? Not important. Moving on. <laughs> it's like That's they know awesome. that the guys playing this have ADD. All right, let's go. <laughs> Next level. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I yeah. seem to remember watching one of those like Did You Know gaming videos where they were talking about Sonic Adventure, and I think it had something to do with they recorded all the re-recorded all the dialogue in English, but like. Because they recorded it in English, it took up more time than oh. the Japanese uh. recording. So, like, when it got to the cutscene, they were like, oh, should we try to extend it or everything? Like, nah, just cut it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want a bunch of cutscenes of people talking like this, so they had to cut the cutscenes short. 
God, I would love Speed Racer Sonic. <laughs> yes. It makes sense for Sonic to be like voiced by like the Micro Machines guy. Like, yeah. He already goes fast. He should talk fast, too. <laughs> I'm not going to demonstrate what that would sound like because I'm getting buzzed and I can't talk that fast anyway. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Such great qualifiers. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I have my reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, now it's funny, man. In the lead up to this episode, I just I was like, "All right, so let me guess what games everybody's going to use." And I just googled Dreamcast Games 2001, and the first one was Sonic Adventure 2. And I'm like, you know, I bet I could pre-write that out on a card, and that's what John picked. <laughs> and lo and behold, here we are. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, man, I'm glad you did the similar amount of research. You Google Dreamcast Games 2001 and went with the first entry. <laughs> no, yeah. I went to the Wikipedia list of games released in 2001. <laughs> Found the first Dreamcast <laughs> entry. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> How much longer would the Dreamcast live after this? Not much. Actually, this game came out after they stopped manufacturing the console, I think. Nice. Like, Dream- the Dreamcast is, like, already dead. <laughs> yeah. This was well, the swan song. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, we got the game. You know, we should probably finish it. We, we can flip the levels around in some weird order if we want to. We don't really need to. Oh, fuck. Just put it out. So, <laughs> great. Great swan song for the Dreamcast. <laughs> uh, that, was a, that was a great console we had once. Um, but yeah, anything else on, uh, on the Dreamcast or its death or Sonic Adventure 2 or Shadow? I do. I do love my Dreamcast. I, I, it's, it's a great console. Wish it did better. Yeah. Mine yeah. just died. I love Crazy Taxi. You get to rock out the Offspring. It's so good. Ah. I'll give you that. Yeah. I, I definitely had Crazy Taxi on the GameCube. Um, you know, I love Crazy Taxi oh, <laughs> in man. any form. You know, uh, but yeah. Although I will say, I was I was positive you were going to go with Sonic Adventure 2 as I was looking at the list of 2001 games, and then I saw Ooga Booga. And I thought for a second that maybe you would go with that. I I have that game. I thought about going with it. It's actually a pretty okay game. <laughs> I remember having fun with it, actually. Yeah, you run around an cool. island, like, beating each other up, basically. That's all the game is. Yeah. <laughs> Ooga Booga, man. Ooga yeah. Booga. Yeah. You know, we'll, we'll have Ooga we'll Booga on the show one day. But anyway, in the meantime, uh, let's, uh, let's go to game two. All right. Game two.
relaxing. Yeah, makes yeah. me want to sit Indeed. back and ah. relax on a tropical beach somewhere and take a shot of Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I John, have, everything I, makes you want to take a shot of Jameson. I, <laughs> Ironic, I you know, you know, what a coincidence that every song tonight makes me want to take a shot of Jameson. Uh, <laughs> John, that's a lot of shots. <laughs> yes, that, that's true. I might not live. <laughs> <laughs>
TikTok. Yeah. So this game, like other games in the series, feature many references to real-world religions and their history. Uh, This game in particular alludes to the conflicts between Christianity and Gnosticism. It also depicts the corruption possible within organized religion and how it can lead to an inversion of its own doctrine. Yeah. (laughs) Sonic Adventure 3. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Sonic Shuffle! Did you want Man. that other piece of trivia, Johnny? I, I think I figured it out, actually. Okay, cool. Well, I like how you asked for extra trivia just for Johnny. What, do you need it, David? 
Just, just no, a I think I got it. Oh, a okay. scooch of extra trivia? I have a was... guess, and I hope it's right, because otherwise this joke isn't going to make any sense. Sweet. Oh, I can't wait. All right, let's let's see what you guys got. Yeah. Let's see. Johnny with Final Fantasy X. Um, John with Final Fantasy X HD. Uh, and <laughs> David with Final Fantasy X. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> What's the... Uh, You're all right. Uh, uh, Isn't it Final Fantasy X oh, that has the like, yeah. really awkward okay, laughing so, scene? I actually, space. yes. <laughs> Make America space again. <laughs> I actually, yeah. Now that that when you said ha ha ha, that reminded me. I have a sound clip because this game, it it it, it was great, and like great game. I remember it was one of the games that really like it was the first Final Fantasy to have voice acting, and you know the voice acting I didn't think was terrible, mostly. But there were some parts. To that, that point in gaming, we hadn't experienced a whole lot of heavy duty voice acting. Yeah, like if you compare it to like Resident Evil, it was like fucking Oscar worthy, you know? Streets ahead. But yeah. like Star Fox had it like just, you know, little voice clips here and there. Yeah. But like, yeah, when you're doing full blown cutscenes, man. Well, to you be know, fair, also a lot of the voices in Star Fox were like, get this guy off. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then they went away for a little while. <laughs> but when you're just scripting a whole cutscene with these delightful voice actors, uh, you know, I'm only fresh on this because they had Final Fantasy X and X2 HD remaster yeah. for PS4 at Walmart for 9.99. So I got these and started replaying them recently. So awesome. I recognize that shit right off the bat. And then uh, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh, sweetheart, you're gonna think this game's so great. It's got great cutscenes and a romantic story. And then she heard uh, Titus talk for the first time. She's like, what the fuck are you playing? (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I assume you uploaded clips just because the voice acting is just that good. Yeah, there's there's one scene in particular. Uh, Play play the one that you were going to play earlier instead of the song. Come on! Yeah, see, this is this is the romantic story I sold my wife on, remembering back to 2001 when I played this when I was like 15. <laughs> it's like, hmm, <laughs> you know, this isn't really doing it for her now that we've gotten, yeah, you know, 15 like, subsequent years this is of worthwhile be media. It's gonna be like Schindler's List, and you're gonna love it. And she's like, this is yeah. not. That classic romance. <laughs> well, like acting, like that movie is very list. well acted. <laughs> I just what? See, it cracks me up because there's um, 
There's um, actually been a, a big controversy as of late where, like, um, video, voice actors in video games are just basically getting screwed and they're, like, going on strike and trying right. to form a union to, like, go against this. Um, and I know this because I follow a bunch of them on Twitter, like Tara Strong and whatnot. And some, there was a hashtag, I forget what it was, but they were talking about, like, you know, stand for us, our voices matter, blah, 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 show show the publishers that you care about voice acting. And somebody just tweeted, it's like, yes, I care about voice acting in video games because I played Final Fantasy X. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. But Whoever yeah, you are that oh. voice genius. <laughs> uh, you know, I, you know I, I got back into that. It's a fun game. It's a great Final Fantasy game. You know, the HD remaster of that I'm playing. It's got nice graphics. It's got cool battles. You know, yes. the fucking summons are dope as shit. But man, that voice acting is just remarkable. Like, <laughs> they should just go back to how they used to do it, where uh, Japan would be like, hey, does anyone here speak English? Oh, I kind of do. Well, then yeah. you do the voices. <laughs> so. <laughs> But yeah, like, I, and I forgot how uh, how overreaching Titus's narration of the whole story was. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, yeah, I really, really could have done with his inner monologue just being a little text box at the bottom, and then like him talking during cutscenes or yeah. something. Like, less of that voice, please. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the game's great, man. Um, yeah, you know, I, I got. Oh man, fuck Blitzball. Yeah, I'm so bad at Blitzball. Really? Oh, I <laughs> yeah, love Blitzball. Yeah, I mean, you know, granted, no, I, I've only gotten far enough in the in the remaster to get past the first match, but I just remember, even I don't think it's actually possible to win that first match of Blitzball, but uh, even so, it's just remarkably like an odd interface and frustrating. But yeah, you know, whatever. The ga- the game's great, man. I, you know, me and my buddy Michael played the shit out of this back in the day. You know, he was the main guy playing it. I was mostly the guy sitting on the bed getting high. And, you know, yeah, like, dude, it seemed, you know, fucking, it was mind-blowing at the time, because the graphics were fucking phenomenal, the cutscenes were amazing, I've been, you know, I've been doing a little PS4 share button on cutscene stuff at random, like, there's some beautiful stuff in that game, but, uh, yeah, the, uh, the voice acting, uh, does not live up to, uh, you know, today's, you know, little voice acting standards. I do love, uh... You know, the sli- you know, getting back into it after 15 years, the moment of realization that washes over you when Waka starts talking. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, he's this laid-back, uh, you know, sports guy. And uh, then you realize he's John DiMaggio. <laughs> and right. he, nice. it, it's just, <laughs> it sounds like, you know, just like chilled-out, slightly ethnic bender. <laughs> 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 it's really funny. <laughs> like, it's... It's Bender with a little bit of a, you know, uh, you can't quite tell what accent they're going for. And he's just telling you to relax, yeah? <laughs> man, he, like, does, huh. he says some great voices, that guy. No, John DiMaggio is fucking amazing, man. So <laughs> but it's just it's so funny, like, Tracy hearing his Morgan voice again. Like, and his fucking, uh, he does an amazing Barry White. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does. Uh, he does such a good Barry White. Yeah. We need to do a whole episode just on where we try to identify games based based on the voice actor clips. <laughs> yeah, game head voice. <laughs> Let's get yeah, sweaty. Yeah, David would absolutely win that. You know, oh man. But uh, yeah, I'm so um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other stuff. You know, like I said, I haven't gotten very far back into Final Fantasy X, and I, you know, it sucks. I never actually played. Uh, is it called Ten Two or is it X Two? You know, I, I think never. You say Ten Two. It's just never weird. played it. So I was ha- I was happy to get the PS4 collection when I did because I want to get you know I want to get all the way into it but uh, 
you know, I've gotten sidetracked by things. But uh, but yeah, the game's the game's great, man. I, you know, I love Final Fantasy. I love you know, like I said, you know, the summons are you know really super cool. I like the characters, even though they're all just you know, I don't know, kind of feel like stock Final Fantasy characters at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. You know, what's uh, what drew you into Final Fantasy X besides just it being the first and only, not only, but first Final Fantasy on uh, PlayStation Two? Um, it was just awesome. Like, like well, I mean. I've been a Final Fantasy fan for, you know, a while. Since right. I started playing, you know, the PlayStation ones. Well, before <laughs> since the, the NES Nintendo ones. 64 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah fuck. <laughs> fuck that. Fucking Quest 64, I hate you. And, uh, see, see, hate that tune. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. But so, yeah, it was going to be the first uh, Final Fantasy on the PlayStation 2. It was going to have all voice acting, which we've already discussed. Um,. They were going back to just plain old turn-based battles instead of the active time battle. They were going back mm. to uh, four party members instead of three. Like yep. I remember being like, "Oh, that's so cool!" Like, and I just dug the game. It was, I think, now that I think about it, it might be my second favorite Final Fantasy. That's Cause, good. Because like, I remember people used to give it crap because there was no overworld, and I was more like, the it felt more of an urgent quest. Like, there was no, like, there was some side stuff you could do, but, like, you know, in Final Fantasy VII, you know, Sephiroth's about to, you know, destroy the world. Oh, okay, well, first we're going to go watch some chocobos have sex and then go uh, <laughs> snowboard and stuff, you know? And we're going oh, okay, to walk over right here, here to do it, too. <laughs> you know? But in, in this one, it just kept you going, and, like, something bad was going to happen, and you needed to fucking stop it, you know? Right. You ain't got time to watch birds mean, fuck. Come on. And eventually you could move between areas, though, right? Like yeah, kind of, you know. Yeah, because I, you know, I remember, the, you know, the only like weird later in the game thing I remember is, uh, you know, my buddy Mike who was playing it, he was in pursuit of one of the ultimate weapons in the game, and there's something, there's some field where lightning is striking yes. repeatedly, the and second you have to song like, I played was from that place. Yeah, and you have to like hit a button to dodge a lightning strike. Two hundred times in a row. Two hundred times in a row to get the fucking ultimate weapon. <laughs> And a lot and, of times, uh, the lightning is random. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah, it uh, it took him a long time, and I fell asleep, you know, watching him do it. But then eventually, he had that weapon. So uh, yeah, he was uh, he was real dedicated to the cause, <laughs> and I just remember him being so fucking frustrated with that shit. Yeah, that was fucking a nightmare. That's uh, that's that classic Final Fantasy, you know, just you know, like how the fuck did you like did you know to do that without a game FAQ or like <laughs> did, you know. Did the game instruct you on that? It had to drop some hint that you had to go dodge 200 bolts of lightning or something. Like, you know, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> it's uh, just one of those classic weird quests that, uh, you know, yeah, game, it's just game fucking with you. So, anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's my memories of the game. Great voice acting and dodging lightning bolts and, you know, yeah, great cutscenes. So Sweet. Yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, man. You know, I I encourage you to check your local Walmart and see if they have the uh, the XX2 collection for ten bucks because yeah. they did it mine and it is absolutely worth picking up for your PS4. Awesome. So uh, anyway, yeah, check it out. Um, goddamn. So are we only on to game three now, Johnny? Yes, game three. Tight. Game three. Yeah. 
I'll give you a hint. It's Sonic Adventure 4. <laughs> yes. <laughs> feeling after that i have no idea cool who wants some yayo um (laughs) so (laughs) (laughs) so trivia for this game this is the first and to date only entry in this series whose main antagonist is a female Hmm. oh shit
Touch of class for game that tune. Yeah. You know, we really don't listen to enough opera, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, how's everybody feeling? Terrible. Feel like, um, like... My guess is wrong, but it does fit the trivia. <laughs> Tight. I feel pretty good. I'm interested now. This yeah. is intriguing. Well, I, I feel. Thought I, was... I meant like. I'm just saying. In, I thought I, I was. I, I thought I was. I thought I was bringing a gimme. But if I'm, you know, if I'm bringing a bring a little, you know, tricky, then I'm I'm cool with that too. Let's see him. Oh man, David says Zelda Oracle of Ages uh, might have fit the trivia, but it's not correct. Jesse says Super Monkey Ball also incorrect. John Regan says Grand Theft Auto Three. Cha ching cha ching cha ching. Wait, you could yeah. Play I didn't think a female was the main character. Antagonist. Oh, and okay. No, that was my bad. Then. <laughs> that suddenly yep. makes much more sense. Yeah. Um. You know, I was surprised by that trivia, quite frankly, because I've played, you know, most of, if not all, the Grand Theft Auto entries, and I'm like, wait, there's always female villains. I'm like, wait, no, there's not usually a female main villain, like. Grand Theft Auto 3, you know, yeah, the the final mission is like, you know, take revenge on uh, on Catalina, the second in command for the Colombian cartel, by blowing her helicopter out of the sky with a rocket launcher. So, yeah, like she's you do. uh, duh, you know, in the Grand Theft Auto world, that's uh, it's just you know, uh, you know, it's just it's another Tuesday. day. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you might have called that an extreme day, but in Liberty City, they just call that Tuesday. Let's uh, call that election. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah. This is a happy show, damn it. Yeah, exactly. Happy. That's why we're going to talk about Grand Theft Auto and beating hookers and driving cars. <laughs> and, we're uh, only talking about positive, optimistic, happy things like shooting helicopters with rocket launchers. Yeah, and killing hookers and doing yayo. <laughs> so, um, so, uh,. Grand Theft Auto 3, uh, you know, there's very little that needs to be said in terms of the impact of that game. Uh, that game's fucking great. And, I mean, it's obviously now rather dated. You know, it's funny, I went back and played it just even a couple of years ago, even after, like, San Andreas came out, and it's fascinating how small Grand Theft Auto 3 seems in comparison. But, back in 2001, that game was fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man. Well, San Andreas was huge. San Andreas was enormous, and it's impressive that they managed to squeeze that into a fucking PlayStation 2 game. Like, that game was ridiculously huge. Yeah, it's pretty big. And, you know, oh, man. But, uh, yeah, Grand Theft Auto 3, man, when that one came out, like, that was the game that made everyone turn their head and buy a PlayStation 2. I don't remember if there was a price drop in, you know, like, within the you know within 2001 but like me and my you know me and my buddies dane and michael you know we were all working and none of us had any real expenses because we hadn't gotten cars at that point so we all just had all this extra money laying around and like that game came out and it's like all right yeah we all need playstations like let's all <laughs> buy playstations right the fuck now yeah and i also convinced dane to buy a gamecube because uh he really likes smash brothers 
Uh, but he, uh, I also convinced him, like, oh yeah, man, it's gonna, it's gonna play DVDs, and <laughs> it's gonna get, you know, it's gonna get all the Grand Theft Autos, it's gonna get all the same stuff, but it's, you know, yeah, 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 get it, it's gonna have Smash Brothers and Rogue One, or, uh, Rogue Squadron, <laughs> so, Rogue he, uh, yeah. I would love it if they released a Rogue One game for the GameCube, like this year, like <laughs> <laughs> Here's that tiny I would disc. love it if they just released the movie on one of those tiny-ass discs. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he never played that GameCube, and I eventually took it from him. Um, but the <laughs> but PlayStation 2, we all played because, one, it was a DVD player, and, two, it had Grand Theft Auto 3 on it. And, man, oh, man, you want to talk about, like, the come over to your friend's house and just, like, everybody trade off controllers and, you know, just play a fucking, you know, crazy-ass game. That was the game for us, man. Like, oh, man. It, you know, just, just take oh, turns, try not to get caught from the cops. You're dying. Pretty much, yeah. Waste, you know, if you get wasted or fucking, you know, arrested, busted, then, like, you know, you're just done. You know, controller goes to the other end. Begrudgingly, every time. Because, like... It's so frustrating in that game when, like, a cop actually holds you up. It's like, no, I wasn't ready to be held up. I was yeah. going to pull out a gun and fire back. Like, you've got to be kidding me right now. <laughs> I was trying to steal your car. <laughs> yeah. Or on the uh, on the flip side, the, uh, the wasted. <laughs> like, no, you've got to be kidding me. I launched my car into the river. Why can't my character swim? Oh, my God. That was <laughs> that, <laughs> there's so many, like, silly shortcomings in Grand Theft Auto 3. Like... Why couldn't characters swim? You know, I don't think they ever explain that, but they do go out of their way to explain why there's no motorcycles in the game. <laughs> like, oh, it's a town full of cars, because Liberty City passed a law that outlawed motorcycles. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> How can that's Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember if they ever explain why there's no planes in the game, but... <laughs> You eventually get to go to the airport, and you don't get to steal any planes except this one little glider plane that can do this and then do this. It goes up for about 20 feet and then comes back down. Like <laughs> there is no plane. There is you know you essentially in a motor you know in a motor powered hang glider. You know, but uh, yeah, the, you know, oh, the game was still just such a fucking blast. Like it's just. It's just stupid, you know, gang violence storylines and, you know, just running over pedestrians with random cars. I mean, you know, what more did a 16-year-old want than doing everything that you can do in Grand Theft Auto 3? Like, oh, wait, you mean I don't need to go actually achieve anything? I can just boot up this game, wait the 10 minutes that it takes to load, and then go run over anything I want, shoot anyone I want. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have never finished a Grand Theft Auto story. Oh, man. No, like, sometimes you know, I, I'll try and be like, nah, I just feel like running people over today. Yeah, <laughs> no, I understand that completely. And, you know, once they, uh, once they introduced in, like, Grand Theft Auto V, like, the, you know, the much-improved Grand Theft Auto Online, it was like, yeah, okay, I don't need to play Grand Theft Auto V's story anymore. Like, I'm just going to go and do the same shit that I do in Grand Theft Auto when I'm not playing the story, but against other people. <laughs> like, yeah, I saw you know, really with the modern ones, it's fucking hilarious because everybody's got voice chat, and I don't know if they have some algorithm <laughs> or something that makes the voice chat come on as you get closer to the other players. Oh, that's awesome. But, like, there have been some fun moments where it's like I'm driving around and I see another player, and then they're like, hey, who's this guy? The fuck? Oh shit! He wants trouble, and that's me pulling out a shotgun and like aiming it at them. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? Why'd you just kill me? I'm like, well, see you guys later. Bye. <laughs> 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 that's 
<laughs> it's uh, it's good for that. But uh, man, you know, none of that would have been possible without all the success of Grand Theft Auto Three. Yeah. And you know, I tried to uh, you know, get a little fun with the soundtrack because those first couple sound, you know, songs sound like just regular old songs that could be in any Sonic Adventure type game that you know played fucking techno music. You know, like could have been fucking SSX tricky or some shit. And then uh, you know. For some reason, whenever I play the game, I was drawn to Double Clef FM, the opera and Italian station. I don't know why. Maybe it was just because it's hilarious to do drive-bys while playing Italian opera music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. It, uh, man, the game's a blast. So fucking silly. Yeah. I wish I could go back to a simpler time and read. Like, I'm waiting for a game to have that same kind of impact on me. I don't think that happens anymore, you know? Like, <laughs> Rocket you know, League? I mean, Rocket League was fun, but, you know, it's, it's just arena soccer with cars. And I've had, uh, you know, fuck ton of fun with it. I'm saying, I'm just waiting to be dropped into a world like that. I'm worried oh, okay. that, like, if I ever play, like, a VR game or something that's really well done, that it's going to be a similar level of, like,. Well, I have to have this now. Like, <laughs> once you play Grand Theft Auto 3, it's like, I can do anything the fuck I want. Like, this is so common in games now, but, like, back then, you know, it was just fucking revelatory. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever the next, uh, whatever the next step out from that is coming in the future, if that ever happens, you know, I worry that I'll just lose all my free time to it, much like I did to Grand Theft Auto 3 back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, feel like I've rambled long enough at this point. If anybody doesn't have anything else to say about Grand Theft Auto 3, yeah, I think we should move on. I think we about what nailed it, although you got me thinking about what if they put Opera into Rocket League? Yeah, I'd be all about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. there'd be no better score for, you know, those slow-mo replays than a little bit of, you know, a little bit of, you know, a little bit of Opera. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, uh, I'll I'll get with David after the show. I also had like a, f a piece of voice actor trivia for David. That's uh, that's for the bonus episode. So uh, let's move it on. Game four. Wait, we do bonus episodes now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> barely. <For the> Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Game four.
you guys ready for some trivia? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, this game was released in North America in 2001. However, the Jap uh, the Japan and European releases were delayed significantly uh, due to the fall because the day after this game came out was the September 11th, 2001 attacks. And uh, the content of this game made it kind of questionable at that time. And that's, uh, that's my trivia. It's not very good. I'm sorry. trivia again um, this game is released in north america in 2001 however it came out the day before the september 11th attacks uh and it was delayed in japan and europe because of that john let me let me give you a tip on just how to say something like that this game was released in north america on september 10th 2001 oh, see shorter way easier to google that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> game release. 10-10-2001. Yeah. And you said it was delayed because of subject matter, right? Uh, yeah, pretty, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ish? Yeah, okay. ish. Ish, you know. I don't think it deserved getting delayed, but it looks like it did. And this is also, by the way, our fan request from Patrick via Facebook. Nice. Okay. Yeah. All right, you guys ready yeah. for some uh, answers? We all played Bin Laden Simulator for the Dreamcast. All right, looks like uh, I can't see Jesse's. It's too far away. Uh, okay, so we have Advance Wars and Advance Wars from John and David, and Jesse says Portal Runes? Runner? Runner? Okay. Uh, Advance Wars is the correct answer. That was released on September 9th. Uh, Wikipedia says September 10th. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, buddy. For Advance Wars? Yes. Also, wait, are you cheating? <laughs> well, John and what Jesse are finding this out. John, do you have any serious memories about Advance Wars that we can discuss? <laughs> well, let me tell you, David. Uh, Advance What's Wars came out of the Game Boy Advance, which I never owned. And it also came out the day before 9-11, so I barely remember its release. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, no, I don't have any memories of Advance Wars. I mostly know it for its assist trophy in Super Smash Bros. Brawl <laughs> and uh, for being a slightly overlooked gem on the Game Boy Advance. Overlooked because it came out the day before September 11th. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah, I, plenty you know, of 
Or two days. Plenty of slightly overlooked gyms. Like, all my friends knew about it and stuff. It was a great GBA game. Yeah, exactly. See, I just, you know. I actually, whatever. I bought this game, obviously, much later. Because, you know, we were all <laughs> busy around September 2001. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this I bought reminds this game. me, I should buy that new war game. <laughs> Because yeah. I you remember, know, like, I have a GBA, I loved my GBA, um, and then I was reading some list where it was like, let's, what's the best game on every system? And whatever website said that Advance Wars was the best Game Boy Advance game out there, I was like, I have to play this. And this is the game that really cemented my hatred for strategy games. <laughs> <laughs> this made me realize, fuck best of lists. I don't agree. <laughs> fuck I, there's, the there's, I sat down... And I, I played through it, and I knocked my headphones over. And um, it's like, I'm going to play this because this is a great game. And I just, I couldn't get into it. But there was one mission that I really enjoyed. And the mission was you're you're trying to defeat the, the enemy who has a, a coastal base. So they have a bunch of, like, naval ships, and you have an air force. And the only reason that I enjoyed that mission is literally the entire objective is steamroll the map as fast as possible. (laughs) (laughs) And that was really fun to me. But everything else, like, planning your routes and building your troops, like, I... I just can't get into this. <laughs> no, I feel you. I've tried repeatedly in the course of uh, gaming history to get into strategy games, and it just never works out for me. Yeah, I can't cite too many examples, but I'm not good at fucking Fire Emblem. I was never good at, like, fucking Valkyria Chronicles. You know, they're just, you know, not for me. Now, this like, is a turn-based strategy, right? Not a real-time strategy. Yeah. Okay. Still, you know, a couple of those are turn-based slash, like, almost, I mean, you know, Fire Emblem is essentially a turn-based strategy game, and I'm terrible at it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, uh, you know, in our little aside, I, uh, I missed out on much of the Game Boy Advance, but I knew, you know, I was aware of Advance Wars and aware of its reputation, but due to my lousiness at strategy games, <laughs> I, uh, you know. I uh, pretty much just let it uh, let it slide. So, uh, yeah. Um, cool request. You know, we're really trying to keep it a positive podcast, so I'm trying to minimize the number of times we reference 9-11. It just seems like at this point... I mean, it's hard to forget. I mean, fucking A. Like, you know, it came out September 10th. Like, <laughs> the only way that's... The only way that's worse is if it came out 9-11. Like... <laughs> It's actually, um, if you go to uh, VGCats.com, the webcomic, and if you look at the like FAQ and everything, where the, the person's talking about, like, oh yeah, this is my background, this is why I drew this comic and everything, it's like, when did the comic start it? He said September 11th, 2001. <laughs> Best timing ever. Oh. <laughs> yep. You know, I got a couple of friends who have birthdays on that day, and Ooh, you know, we've, yeah. we've managed to finally get to the point where you can actually celebrate a birthday. Because fuck that, we're gonna stay positive, you know. But uh, yeah, but my, yeah man. my sister's yeah. like one of her best friends. Uh, her birthday is on September 11th, which is pretty rough. Yeah, and I bet she yeah. never forgets. Yeah, <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever forgets her birthday. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I remember there was a movie that was supposed to come out that week called Big Trouble, based on a book by Dave Barry. 
And oh, bro, I was just oh, about yeah. to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> and that had a whole scene, you know, the, I mean, I, I read the book, and the book had a whole thing read about the book airport too. security and how stupid it is and blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. And then this yes. happened, and they had, like, you know, like by like six months yeah. or something like that. Also, the movie was We're not do a little, very good. <laughs> hey, hey, the movie was acceptable. The book was much better. We're going to do a little record scratch sound effect for a 9-11 side story here. Story time with John and John on 9-11. So, uh, Big Trouble was supposed to come out, but it featured a scene of uh, two idiots getting a nuclear device past airport security (laughs) and onto a plane (laughs) threatening uh, the safety of a number of different people. And so they felt the need to delay that to March of 2002. Uh, similarly, the uh, following week was supposed to see the release of Collateral Damage featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger, in which Arnold takes down terrorists after they destroy some large building in the United States. And that subsequently was also delayed. <laughs> Imagine that! <laughs> um, we're going to yeah. need a second record scratch because it's story time with David. Let's um, do it. So, uh, my wife actually a few years back won a radio contest to go to New York so we spent a couple days in New York Um, but unfortunately there was a blizzard in Chicago so we couldn't fly back to Chicago so we had to stay an extra day in New York but a friend of ours um, lives in Brooklyn so she's like yeah just crash at my place watch movies on Netflix it's fine so we were scrolling through and we actually found Big Trouble it's like ah this book's amazing so we sat down and watched it and my wife was watching it's like that was pretty funny how, how come I don't remember ever hearing about this movie? I said, well, because um, it, came out, it was supposed to come out around September of 2001. She said, oh, yeah, that's kind of awkward. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was rough. Uh, the, the book is hilarious. There's so many things to change from the movie that I did not care for. But uh, it's so weird watching it now because there's so many people in it that are so mega famous, like Sofia Vergara's in it. And yep. uh, Johnny Knoxville, who was famous at the time, he's in it. Yeah, go on, John. You, you just dug yourself into that hole. Go <laughs> ahead and say who's mega famous from that movie. <laughs> uh, Zoe Deschanel is in it, and she's mega famous. Yes, now. she is. Ben Foster, reasonable character actor. Uh huh. Anybody else? Nope. Tim <laughs> Allen. Tim Allen. Come on, John. I set that sound effect you for you. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Thank Play you. it three more times. You owe it to us. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> it sets itself up, man. Now play the Rene Russo sound effect. Spice! <laughs> oh, crap. I had another sound for Final Fantasy X. Didn't have Rene Russo in you it? You did. We can play it now if you want. Yeah, it's only two seconds. Here we go. John, play the Jason Lee sound. Rides the shoe puff? What? <laughs> Rides the shoe puff? <laughs> Now play the Tom Sizemore sound effect. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's the whole thing, man. You dug yourself into a hole by saying there are a bunch of stars in that movie that are mega famous now, and then you named Sofia Vergara. Yeah, the point. <laughs> we've gotten way off Advance Wars. <laughs> We're just hey, anyway, Advance about Wars. It's a strategy now. game for the GBA, and it's really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Tim Allen, maybe so. <laughs> Never forget. And, and don't forget heavy. Don't forget heavy D. Heavy D. And Omar Epps. <laughs> yeah, and Omar, what's his face? R- Rest in peace, heavy D. I got the heavy D sound effect. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was fat. 
<laughs> oh, uh, 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 Patrick Warburton's in it, although he was pretty famous around then anyways. Oh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta love Patrick Warburton. Buddy, specifically uh, as a stripper cop. Yeah, Janine Garofalo, yeah. my all-time celebrity crush. Uh, oh, yeah. What? Stanley Tucci. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, Stanley Tucci. Ah! Um... <laughs> <laughs> Make sounds after everything he says. <laughs> we should else? quickly move on to the next game before we just completely descend into absurdity. <laughs> Not too late. I just want to remember who else is in that movie. <laughs> Formito Fopan! <laughs> what? That's the only other sound I've ever heard. <laughs> so anyway, Advanced Wars was dope, Big Trouble was great, uh, Collateral Damage questionable. Uh, 2001, a simpler time. Let's move on to Game 5. Game 
I like it. I like it a lot. All right, yeah. so who's ready for a little trivia for this game? Yes, sure. If you're asking who needs a little trivia, it is all of us. <laughs> okay, so um, pull up your list of games released in 2001. Step ahead um, of you. <laughs> well, that's how this, I picked my game. I just left it up. My bad. This is the second game in this series released in 2001. This is also the first game on a handheld in this series released outside of Japan. Okay. Thank you, list of games released in 2001. It only took the whole song to review that list. Alright, how are we feeling about our answers? Who reviewed their list? Can you read the trivia one more time? Um, this is the second game in its series released in 2001. So in 2001, two games from this series were released. This is the second one. Uh, this is also the first handheld game in the series released outside of japan so there was another handheld game japan exclusive this is the first handheld released in america and europe okay man wikipedia oh. lists these games on the same date so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you got it man you Fuck. got it just you know just keep it just keep it up man oh, okay I... are we ready with our answers yes I hope you don't need more trivia because I really struggled to find um, trivia. Okay, so um, John Regan says Zelda Oracle of Ages. Jesse says Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. Both are incorrect. Ah. John Harrington says Klonoa Empire of Dreams, which is correct. Wait, what? Ooh. 
God damn it. <laughs> you said, I thought the first Klonoa was released in America. Um, the first Klonoa was released in America on the PlayStation 1. There was a Klonoa game for the J Japanese-only Wonderswan, which stayed in Japan. This was released for the Game Boy Advance. This is the first handheld Klonoa released outside of Japan. Oh, I see. So, yeah, okay, so this um, Klonoa Fuck. 2 came out in the first part of the year, and then Klonoa Empire of Dreams came out later on. Fuck. Sweet. Fucking well, Klonoa. David, God damn thank you. Swan. Thank you for pointing me in the direction of my list of games released in 2001. That, combined with my knowledge of games David likes, uh, what is this you know, led me to... Klonoa what? Klonoa. K-L-O-N-O-A. Yeah. Come on, so, John, you know Klonoa. And what's a PlayStation game is awesome. Is there a Let me go ahead and ask, has anybody played Klonoa? <laughs> yeah, the first one is badass. I'm, I'm, ashamed to, I'm ashamed to admit that I have not yet. Oh, Klonoa's so good. Um, but yeah. this is the Game Boy Advance game, which is actually also really, really fun. Sweet. Um, it, so yeah, a, man. So have you played all the Klonoa games at this point, or uh... I have not. I've just played um, the, well the remake of the original and then uh, this one on the GBA. Sweet. So you haven't played the Wonder Swan one? I have not played the Wonder Swan one, nor have I played the PlayStation Two sequel. Hmm. Cool. Um. So what's what, so what's the deal with Klonoa? Because I know it's uh, I know you actually like the series a whole lot. Yeah. Um, um, well, the reason that I like it so much is A, the first game uh, and its remake have a really good story which you wouldn't expect because it's kind of like that cute animal mascot platformer. So you would think like, okay, whatever. Like, John, no offense. It's just kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog. Story doesn't matter. Whatever. Just play the levels. But there actually is like a really gripping <laughs> like, like, story to it. That's my favorite kind of game. <laughs> He doesn't want to discount like, Sonic's story. Series, yeah. You clearly know Sonic's story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to like shit all over it in the event that you're like, wait, no, actually, there's some real emotion behind Sonic's story. <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> of stuff in the Sonic. Let me introduce universe. you to my fan fiction. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've written a lot on the subject. <laughs> I did write that poem about Sonic. Shut up. Um, David, no, keep no, going on Klonoa. That poem should be mentioned just because it invented the word shoot it. <laughs> that was the best day in seventh grade ever. <laughs> God damn. Alright, well, by the end of the show, we're going to have David write a poem about Klonoa, and there are no words that rhyme with Klonoa, so it's going to be really tricky. Um, um, so, on the one so, hand, there's don't a really you know good story. Shenandoah. Damn it, Jesse, you stole my thunder. But it's got that, like, really good story for a cute mascot platformer. And then the other thing that I really love is, it doesn't happen often anymore, but I really like when games have, like, a single mechanic that they just build completely around. Like, mm. Super Mario 2, you can jump on things and pull stuff up, and everything is built around that. And Drill Dozer, which has been on the show before, like, everything's built around the drill. Klonoa has the same kind of thing, where you have a ring that shoots a magic bullet, which inflates your enemies, and you can either throw the enemy like a weapon, or you can throw it below you to double jump. And, like, everything in the game is built around that. And the GBA game is really more of, like, a puzzle platformer, because they really play with that. Because 
the the PlayStation game was like a 2.5D, like 3D graphics, 2D movement, and the big draw was like, oh, look at all the polygons, and look at the 3D environments. So you can't really do that on the GBA, so it was more a side-scroller. What could we do to make it different? So they made it more of like a puzzle platformer, like, how do you get to this area? So it was actually a lot of fun that way. Hmm. Cool. But yeah, it's a really yeah. fun series. Yeah, it's uh, it's one that's gone, I, you know, I, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, guilt myself on this. I feel like it's gone heavily overlooked by a lot of North Americans <laughs> in this case. Um, you know, but yeah, I know it's actually got several entries that have come out in, in the states, and uh, I know it's I know it's one you like. But um, yeah, I I wish I had more to contribute. What you know, uh, like I've seen little clips and bits and pieces of it. What even like kind of animals are in this game? Like, isn't Klonoa some sort of rabbit creature or he's like a something. hybrid between a cat and a rabbit right he's like an animaniac pretty much yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think um because as i was i was trying so hard to find trivia for this game and i was looking it stuff up cat about rabbits. it and it literally says that klonoa is called a cabot because he's like part cat part rabbit oh son of a bitch <laughs> thanks a lot japan Huh. But well, yeah. yeah, he's um he's a cabot and he has a hat with Pac-Man on it and he stars in a couple really fun games. Sweet. So are these games in any way affiliated with Namco? Yes. They are okay. made by Namco. Just to double check, like <laughs> it's like, oh good then. He should uh he should turn up at more Namco things. You know, you know, when's uh when's Namco's Sonic and All Stars Racing Transform? When do we get, you know, Namco Racing Transform? I don't know who would be in it, but I get the feeling Klonoa would have to be they, at least a flag They could just waver. cram the Hudson Soft characters in it. Yeah, I could imagine, Klonoa like, and Bomberman. <laughs> actually, I could see this. I could see, like, Pac-Man, one of the Pac-Man ghosts, one of the oh, Galaga yeah. ships, Klonoa, and then, you know, Nightmare. Right, exactly, yeah. You know, Tekken and Soul Calibur tag racing, plus Klonoa and Pac-Man. <laughs> you know, and Katamari, done. Yeah. Now I'm just imagining, like, Haihachi in, like, a go-kart. Yes, exactly. Go-kart shaped like a Japanese sandal. Done. <laughs> yeah. It's all you so need. So I was more thinking, like, he was going to be in a go-kart designed on a rickshaw? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a slave pulling him on a super fast rickshaw. See, that doesn't play as well when you say it out loud. Yeah. So we're going to go back to the Japanese sandal one. <laughs> Yeah, let's go back Oops. to the sandal one. Yeah. I actually really want this game to exist now, just because I want Nightmare to be in a car shaped like his giant one-eyed sword. <laughs> yes! <laughs> the sword you know, pulls Siegfried around the arena. <laughs> Perfect. Or it's Siegfried pulling the sword around the arena. Alright, so new Patreon goal. Namco Kart Racer. Um, you know, Apparently there's a Pac-Man Pac rally. Yeah, exactly. Pac-Man Rally plus Tekken plus Soul Calibur plus Katamari plus Klonoa. Um, Actually, I remember sweet, playing Pac-Man Rally, and one of my favorite things was you could unlock the Prince of Cosmos, and his cart, the wheels, were little Katamari balls. Oh my god, I didn't know that, and now I need to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now a little upset that I was not aware of that. Um, shit, man. Uh, so yeah, cool. Next episode, all Pac-Man Rally. Um, <laughs> you got Pac-Man fever. 
Yeah, exactly. You know, you know how to hijack my brain into just thinking about one thing. Now I'm just picturing all oh, the Katamari things. Um, but yeah, um, anything else on uh, Klonoa? Highly recommended. What's what's the best entry? If you're going to recommend one entry in the Klonoa series to uh, Game That Tune listeners, which one do you recommend? Um, I would actually say if you can track down the Wii Made remake of the first game... Because it's probably pretty cheap, uh, and it's got enhanced like graphics, cutscenes, and voice acting. Tight. I like it. I like it a lot. So, man, oh man, I think we've reached the end of our episode. I, and I think just typed from <gasps> memory the entire Sonic the Hedgehog poem into the Twitch chat. <laughs> if you're interested, we could share it. Well, so much for that. Um... <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, John. Yeah, fine. Take over. <laughs> All right. So this was written Jesus in second, Christ. third, or fourth grade. I don't really remember. It must have been 1994 when Sonic the Hedgehog 3 third. came out. But the poem go, and I placed sixth honorable mention in a Florida statewide poetry contest for my grade. I don't know how this happened. Pouring a drink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sonic never fails because he has a pal named Tails. Sonic may have troubles because of an enemy named Knuckles. Sonic will never get booted. Neither will he get shooted. <laughs> like, Is you that start the whole poem? Like, I gotta say, like, the Sonic never fails because he has a pound of tails. I'm like, this is awesome. You're doing great. <laughs> then the troubles with Knuckles, you know, it kind of works. You're, you're being creative. But then the, the shooting part, it's like, come on. <laughs> I thought the poem was much longer than that. Was that really it? I'm pretty, I don't have the pamphlet in front of me, but that's what I, I'm 99% sure that's the whole thing. Well, I mean, to be fair, once you get to the shooted line, it's kind of downhill from there, so you may as well stop. Yeah. <laughs> the Twist Chat has described this poem as panty dropping. I'm going to call your mother and I'm going to get the actual <laughs> pamphlet. And we're going to, you know, compare what you said tonight versus what the actual poem was. I actually do have a very so. sad story. That pamphlet did just get lost in Hurricane Matthew. Like, that pamphlet Okay, is- we're yeah. keeping it what? positive, man. Oh. Fucking A. We can't do President Trump, 9-11, and Hurricane Matthew in the same podcast. <laughs> but we can Jesus. call- What we can do is we can call Mr. English and make him go find the pamphlet. <laughs> that we can do. You can do it so. live on Skype. Ooh. Yeah, perfect. Uh, all right. Well, call him up. But in the meantime, we'll start with the calculating computer. <laughs> calculating computer activated. Computers, please. George Lucas. Scoring complete. This game's winner is. John Harrington. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, I can feel it. I'm feeling it tonight, man. Oh, it was a uh, it was a great episode. Some great tunes. You know, maybe maybe 2001 was just my year for games. I don't know. You know, granted, two of the games I admitted on the air to never having played. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. But besides well, so that, my year for games game. that I thought about but yeah. didn't pick up. Exactly. I was aware of a lot of things back in 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure how. Back in back in the early days of IGN, I read a lot of reviews. <laughs> um, well, yeah, tight man. Um, you know, I'm I'm gonna 
pull what we pulled last week, and I'm going to defer to uh, one of you three yokels to choose the theme for next week. I've got my bonus music prepared, but do you, did any of you guys actually possibly think of a better theme? Movie game. The one, no, <laughs> the one that I had in my back pocket for next week. Does any, did anybody think about a theme? I don't like that theme. Think a different theme. In honor of President Trump, I veto that theme. <laughs> we could always you know. do, wasn't it like the GameCube anniversary or something? Or That's true, man. Because, yeah. yeah, we you know we kind of we like glossed right past that in the beginning of the show in a desperation to start taking shots. But 2001, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. 2001 saw the release of a number of new systems. The Game Boy Advance came out, like I said earlier, it was the second year of the PlayStation 2, um, and, but more, uh, more importantly, it's November, so November saw the release of the Nintendo GameCube and the Microsoft Xbox. So, next week's theme, it's either Xbox or GameCube. The box versus the cube in the Game That Tune Showdown. Alright. Fuck PlayStation 2. We're moving on to the game that we all, the, the system that we all loved, and the system that some of us had to play Halo on, <laughs> and possibly the Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, other than that, you know, I don't think that we played many uh, great Xbox games, but yeah, we're going to prove each other wrong next week on Game That Tune. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Actually, did anybody pick an Xbox or GameCube game this week? Uh, Has anybody ever picked an Xbox game on this show ever? I don't think so. I this week. Absolutely not. <laughs> there's been there's been some Xbox 360 on the show for sure, but no, there have not been any actual Xbox games. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tight show, man. C- you know, because Xbox and GameCube, you know, love it or hate it, both those systems uh, left a kind of indelible mark on uh, the gaming landscape, both in terms of the games they came out with and uh, the soundtracks that we all love and remember. So. It's going to be a good show next week. So, thank you for everybody that tuned in live with us this week. It's uh, it's been a tough week with us. You know, I hope our podcast listeners, by the time you get to this episode, we're all in a much better mood. For our live listeners, you know, we're drinking along together, and we're just going to keep on doing it, man. We're going to keep yep. on having a blast. Yep. So, uh, thank you to everybody that watches along live with us. Uh, Twitch.tv slash game that tune, where you can send us any number of false donations and John <laughs> read them on air. God damn it. <laughs> Until we get our Patreon. Live on Facebook, search for Game That Tune. Uh, we're still on YouTube Gaming. Did we determine a URL for that or you probably just search for Game That Tune yeah, on just YouTube? Game That Tune on YouTube. You'll find it. Game That Tune on YouTube or YouTube Gaming, whatever it is, we're on there too. We're triple threat now. So do the uh, episodes stay on YouTube after they've been... Yes. Yeah. Recorded? Oh, cool. I was awesome. going to say, that's a fair question, because yeah, our, our Facebook episodes, I don't know if it's just me because we run the page, but they uh, they definitely stay up for people to listen to. Yep. Yeah, they stay up forever. So does uh, YouTube. Yeah. Awesome. Audio issues and all, all our behind-the-scenes bullshit. Yep. You know, if you want it all, you get it on Facebook you and YouTube game. You that game. tune raw. Dude. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that listens in podcast form. We fucking love you. We always want to keep those requests coming. Send them to us at GTT Pod. Send them to us at uh, GameThatTune at gmail.com. You know, fucking direct message any of us on fucking Facebook, Twitter. Hit us up. We're always taking requests. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at JGangsta187. You can find Johnny on Twitter at JPReganJR. Yes, yes. You can find Jesse on Twitter at 
Sega underscore legend. And you can find David on Twitter at... DFD Fleming. Fucking right. So, uh, yeah, for my bonus music, I got a little extra Grand Theft Auto 3 stuff. You know, they based a uh, whole radio station in Grand Theft Auto 3 off of songs from the Scarface soundtrack. So, David, quick bonus trivia question for you. Which famous uh, cartoon voice actor actually sang two songs for the Scarface soundtrack? I'm actually going to say Carlos Alas Rocky. Ooh. That's a good guess. Anybody else got a guess? Is that is that is Rocco it? from Rocco's Modern Life? That, that was my guess. It is. Ah. As well as the Taco Bell dog. <laughs> is it uh, yeah. Ron Paulson? No. It's, uh, it's a female, and the only hint that I'll give you is Rugrats. And we're going to end the show soon, so guess um, quick. Either Tara Strong or E.G. Daly. E.G. Daly, I'm hot tonight. That's Game That Tune this week, fuckers. We'll see you later. <laughs> Sonic Adventure 2 is copyright 2001 Sega. Final Fantasy 10 is copyright 2007 Square Enix Company Limited. Grand Theft Auto 3 is copyright 2001 Take 2 Interactive Software Incorporated. Advance Wars is copyright 2001 Nintendo of America Incorporated and Intelligent Systems Company Limited. Klonoa Empire of Dreams is copyright 2001 Namco Bandai Games Incorporated. Live and learn! Stop it. <laughs> Live and learn! <laughs> John's not wearing pants. Oh, sorry. What's up, that's, John? That's last week's music. What? Uh oh. Yeah, that is not 2001, dude. That was Mr. Pants. We're gonna make Game That Tune great again by Wait. playing the music from last week. Does this mean we have to take another shot? <laughs>